Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello, and thank you so much for downloading another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. We love making these episodes, and if this is something you enjoy, please comment, rate, leave a a review. Why you got to do that while I'm in the middle of opening? (laughs) Hi, everyone. Debbie's making all these weird faces at me while I'm in the middle. Anyway, please just share with everyone you know. And I'm not going to make any promises or guarantees, but if you share this, good things might happen in your life. They could, but they might not. (laughs) But it's true. It might not. And as always, if you need any information, go to Scent.Church or on Facebook at Scent Church or Scent Church Volusia. So today I really, I want to focus on the amount of times that I use the word church mm. in our opening. Because it's Did kind of count? a, it, no, I haven't counted. I mean, I go back and, and read it and find out, but oh. it's kind of a funny word because it means a lot of different things to a lot of people and it's only one word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like love. Like, if I say I love you to Debbie, my wife, that means one thing. If I say I love you to my child, it, I'm not meaning it in the same way. If you say I love you to your mom, it's totally different. Yes, it is. Very <laughs> different. Love you, Mom. <laughs> little shot out again to Mom. <laughs> um, And it's taken a beating over the past couple of years. Like, I know especially us millennials, we have a hard time with the word church. Yes. And the man. Kind of reminds me of, like, you know, when I read about, like, the stuff in the 70s that I wasn't there for, but, like, the man and sticking it to the man. and Who is the man? I don't know, but in our day, it's definitely the church. I agree. And to the practically Christian, church is a place where you go on Sunday. Yep. Or whatever other day you worship. Sometimes Saturday. Yeah, I mean, but it's that place you go to. It, it's It's a building, it's a group, it's... It's a place. It's a place where you present yourself in a certain way and you wear certain clothes and you speak the right way and you're not allowed to cuss or smoke or drink or have PDAs with your girlfriend. You know, every person in the building is better than you and they know it. Mm. Like, that's what some people view church as. You sound a little bitter right now. I may or may not have gone to churches like that. No. Um, it's, it's where you go and you sing some songs and you listen to this guy get up and yell at you and tell you how evil and wicked and sinful you are. And what is sad is that's the only church that some people know. It's a church I knew for a long time. It's the only church that the practical Christian knows. It's the only church that... When you mean, when you say the practical Christian, you mean like the, what do you mean? I mean, like, those people who just, like, view church as it's a building I go to once a week, and I get my Jesus on, and then... Oh, yes, get their fill. Yeah, you know, and and that's really really the only, you know, the only time they come in contact. And, And think about the people that are far off from Jesus, and they look at church... They see the same things, and, yep. and that might be why some of them well, don't even attempt to try to go. I think they see it um, a little more realistic, and they see it for what it is, good, bad, or indifferent. I think when you're not in the church, it's kind of like looking at a car accident. You know what I mean? A car accident, and, well, you know, you were a cop. and uh, I had to blurt my business out. You've said that before. Oh. 
And, like, there's a scene and people that witness the accident can give their perspective, but the people that were in it have a totally different viewpoint. But the person on the outside can see much more clear than the person that was in the accident, right? Yeah. I mean, that's and, how and I And first feel. I want to discuss, like, why people view church this way to begin with. And then we're going to jump into... The history? Not even the history as much as what the Bible describes church as. Okay, well, I want to talk about the history of it, too. So first, let's discuss, <laughs> like, why do people view it this way? Because there, it's a sad fact, but there are churches out there like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's this club that you got to go to, and you got to say these certain things and dress a certain way. Like speak Christianese? Yeah. We've talked about that before. Blessed and highly favored to blessed to be stressed. And I know it's not true for all churches. No. And I don't even want to say the majority of churches. But a lot of them. Um, but if you've ever been with a with a, a, an abusive boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse or, or something like that, you know it only takes one that time. one. Right. And then you view everybody else in that same light. And, and that's, for some people... That's why they don't trust churches, because they did deal with that one that that took things over the edge, that... Over the top. Well, mine went to the edge, not the <laughs> top, okay? Like... Uh, I'm sorry. But but they, they lose trust in it, and they look at this like it's an institution. And so what does the Bible say about church? Like, what is church? And the Bible actually speaks a lot about church. But not necessarily... The word church, correct? Well, yes and no. I mean, the word we use that we get church from is ecclesia. Comes from the word ecclesia. And, and it technically is a gathering or an assembly. Of people. Right. Right. And, and the Bible does talk about that a lot. For starters, I mean, just look at the book of Acts. This is, you know, if you wanted to talk about church history, this is the birth of the church as we know it today. Before the book of Acts, before Jesus, you had the temple. And this is where God came and he, he dwelt with his people. This, you had to go to the temple if you wanted to experience God's presence. And the priests would have to go in, right? In fact, the word tabernacle, you know, right. that, that place that Moses builds out in the desert, is like one of the first ideas of church that we see like this. And that word technically means dwelt among us. So like when we think in John 1 where, you know, the word was, you know, the, the oh my gosh. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then you skip down to verse 14 and it says, and the word became flesh. So right. we're talking about Jesus. And he dwelt among us. He, it, it's he the same word. Yeah, he tabernacled with us. Um, but in the book of Acts, after Jesus ascends and the disciples, you know, receive the Holy Spirit, now you don't have to go to the temple to be in God's presence because the temple is everywhere. Because if you are a believer in Jesus, then the Holy Spirit resides in you. You said ascends, and maybe it's because I teach kindergarten. Um, can you tell me what the word ascends means? <laughs> I don't teach English. So um, the word ascend, it, it means to be lifted up, is, is to go up to heaven. Okay. Um, and this is Acts chapter 1. In Acts chapter 2, the disciples received this promised Holy Spirit that Jesus was going to send. That would descend, descend. That would come down from. Yes. Um, and this is really where the church as we know it starts. But really, according to Acts chapter 2, they met daily. 
Like, they would come together every day, and they would come together <gasps> in houses. They had to get with their church folk every day? Yes. Stop it. And it wasn't just a once-a-week thing. They would come together every day, and they would what listen they... to the apostles' teachings, and they would they would eat meat And they with would each literally other. do life together. I know right. people say, do, I hear that so much, and it's like a buzz phrase, and it, it drives me bonkers. Let's do life together. You know, you got to do life together, but... I don't think doing life together now, the way a lot of church folk maybe do it, is not how it's supposed to be. No, not at all. In fact, and that that was what's in my notes, and I know you don't get to oh, read them. Interesting. Um, okay, but we, they would I take that term. On. Not that I don't get to. You've got to stop. Like <laughs> you've got to. We are not at work right now. We are not <laughs> in a classroom. I'm sorry. But they would take that term, doing life together, and they would look at how we do life together, and, you know, we meet once a week, and, you know, you better be out of here in an hour and a half, and and they would be like, what is this? This is a joke. Well, no, because there's Facebook posts and Instagram posts that make up for the doing life together. Sure, but, like, these people were in fear of being killed. Right. And I, I was being sarcastic when I said that that's not really doing life together. You know, for what they believe. A a lot of believers in other countries today, like, Mm. they can have their property taken, they can get thrown in jail, they can get beat, they can... they can get killed. Like, these people would look at the American church and be like, what are y'all doing? Like, this isn't a social club. I was going to say, it's more of a a concert and a show and a 10 best steps to make yourself a better you. Yeah, and in our nation, we we can believe whatever we want. Mm. Like, here in America, like... That's what we were founded on, religious freedoms, right? You can right. believe in whatever. And this robs us of convictions of what we actually believe. Or actually, But that's a whole nother yeah, well, podcast. I don't want to get into that right now. The Bible tells us in Ephesians, which is a letter written by a guy who made a life out of killing Christians before he met Jesus. Paul. That we should meet with each other to build each other up and encourage each other. So in other words, if you want to get stronger, you have to go work out, right? Uh, yes. Like you can't just sit at the house on the couch eating some Doritos and Drinking watching some soda. and watching TV and go, yeah, I'm gonna get my washboard abs back. Right. Like that's not how it works. Like you have washboard abs. Well, it's a bigger washboard <laughs> now than it used to be, but it's not like like Debbie. You wake up at you know four o'clock in the morning. You go hit the gym. You go do all this. It takes work. Like you have, if you want to get stronger, you got to put the work in. Right. And if you want to get more information, you go to school. And if you want to get mm. money, newsflash, go you to go to work. work. But if you really want to develop a relationship with Jesus, if that didn't come out clear, it was relationship <laughs> with Jesus, you go to church. Like that's the point of church. Right, and just because you go to church, it doesn't mean you have a relationship with Jesus. No. Because I think there's a confusion that because people go to church on Sunday. I know, and I, I'll speak for myself, I know, I thought, hey, I went to church. I go, I, and I used to say that, I go to church, I give my tithes, I sing the three songs, and I pray and close my eyes when the pastor tells me to. So I'm good the rest of the week. Right, and, and the whole point of church, though, is to build up the believer. Like, that's the whole point. It's it's a gem for the believers. For your spirit. So more mature believers should be mentoring and discipling and, you know, coming alongside newer believers. Because let's be honest, there's a mm-hmm. lot in the Bible that, that is kind of confusing. Yes. Um, and before anyone tells me 
how they can grow in Christ by themselves, you can't. Right. I mean, give me one example of anyone in Scripture who has ever done that. Mm-mm. One. I mean, even Jesus had followers. Right. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be a mega church, but I am saying we were never meant to grow by ourselves. Like, that's not And you can't even, anywhere. even just sitting down, reading your Bible or reading your best help book, um, you still need other people around you. I always uh, correlate it to Mary and Elizabeth. Mary went to Elizabeth because she was smarter. Mary, Jesus' mother, and Elizabeth was the second cousin, and Mary went to Jesus. To Jesus, Mary went to Elizabeth um, for advice um, when she became um, when she was with child with Jesus. <laughs> That's the proper way to say <laughs> pregnant. Um, so, like with with me, me and some gals get together once a week, and um, we talk and we read and um, sometimes correct each other. Debbie never likes that part. I do not like that part. Because in my heart, Josh made it clear the other day that I am a rebellious teenager in my heart. But that's not my fault. And we really don't spend our (laughs) nights with me just going, here, Debbie, let me show you where you're wrong. So, But sometimes that happens. If it comes up in conversation, like, again, it's not like I go, oh, I need to really make sure I talk to Debbie about this one, you know. I don't think people think that. I'm just making sure, like, that gets out there. Because well, you're like, I, you know, the other day, Josh was admonishing me. And... I hate that word, admonish. Please don't say that. But let's be let's be honest. Sometimes life is hard. Yep. Sometimes you go through things. Sometimes we suffer. And this is another reason why church is there. Because when you come to that saving belief in Jesus, you're, you're not just on your own. You are being adopted. Part That's the family. language right. that the Bible will give us. That we are being adopted into the family of believers. And I think that once we realize we're adopted into the family of believers, we have to be open to that correction if it comes to us and and take it with, I mean, take it for what it's worth. Sometimes it's going to be something you're like, whatever, that's not true. And if it is true, you need to... You need to own it. And be humble about it and go, man, I really need to check this. I've had people in church say stuff to me before that I did not like, but... Sometimes it was true. Sometimes it wasn't, and whatever. didn't offend me. I just moved on. But um, Yeah, because you're a picture of that doesn't offend me, and I'm going to move on. What does that mean? I think we can figure that one out. I, I don't. We need to I talk about it. I will admonish you on this later. <laughs> the, yeah. But the big point in what you're saying is, like, we're a family, and we need to be there for each other. Right. We don't need to be beating each other down. No. I mean, like, how loving is that? Like, we teach our kids the opposite of that all the time, right? Like, you don't hit each other. Right. So, so the big argument now becomes, and, and is church relevant? Like, this mm. is an institution that is 2,000 years old, and, and it has no place in today's time, and churches are full of hypocrites and broken people. Yep. And, and I sit here and go, yeah, and you should fit right in because right, you're just like that. Right, and, Every single person struggles, and every single person has bad days, and every single person out there has a mountain to climb. However, church is is the people who are climbing that mountain together with you. Right. They're helping you up, or you're helping them up, and sometimes you're next to each other. Right. 
And, you know, the, and there's the nothing ecclesia, wrong with that. the body, it isn't a pastor. It's not a worship team. It's no. not a building. It's not a program. It's the people who should be putting out a hand and not slapping hands down. Like, that's what church should be. Yep. Is it going to be perfect every time? No. I mean, it, it is full of broken people. And it's full of broken people who are going, we're on this journey together. And yep. and if you can help in a way and you can serve, I mean, that's what we see, again, going back to Acts. There's so many churches out there that go, oh, we're an Acts church. And it's like... You don't even know what that means. Well, I mean, they they saw that there was no need among the believers. So, I mean, are you giving people places to live and food to eat? And, and if you are, that's awesome. Congratulations. And, that's And I'm wonderful. sure there's a lot of churches out there that are doing that. But there's a lot of churches out there that are falling short on that part, too. Right. And, and, and just because your thing, church isn't doing it doesn't mean you can't do it. You don't have to wait for your pastor or someone to go, hey, we're going to do this together. No, just get up and do something. Help somebody. Right. And and that should be our big takeaway. Like, if you're, you know, you're one of those people, you've been hurt by a church or you saw someone get hurt by a church. Join the or, club. Right. I, I don't know many people in churches who don't have that story to share. Right. You know, but I've also been hurt by, you know, my parents. That didn't mean I went, that's it, I'm not living in my parents' house anymore. Or bad info from a doctor. Or my wife in hey. this podcast. Hey. Is that an admonishment? Not yet. <laughs> We're admonishing after the podcast. <laughs> You're such a ding dong. But I don't just run away. Like, that's not right. my, that's not, you know, I may... You know, I may have to, to push through and have some uncomfortable conversations with people. Right. And that's okay. You know, we are built on on nothing short of Jesus. Can't grow if you don't know. Right. So until next week, and with all that being said, I challenge you to get involved at your church. You know, if they have home groups or, you know, which or any, whatever they call them, because every church has a different name for them, you know, a group that meets outside regularly. of the church regularly at a at a house or a coffee shop or right. something of that nature join one if they have the opportunity to serve serve i'll tell you right now i don't care what church you go to if you go talk to your children's pastor right now they are looking for volunteers for people to come in and help work in children's yes, church yes they are um if nothing else serve your family your friends your coworkers or your neighbors just you know show them jesus and at all I mean, what else do you have to say on that? Like, that's the point of church. And, and in that understanding, church is still as relevant today right. as it's ever been. So as always, we love you. We cannot do this without your support. Have a great week, and we'll Bye talk guys. to you next time. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share, because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you. And we love you.